chapter 2 from the book the doctrine concerning new testament ministry part 2 chapter 2 page 19 to have a hundred houses when christ and his disciples had none in philippians chapter 3 verses 7 and 8 we see that paul an exemplary disciple of christ had no such idea as a temporary forsaking of his own he said that he counted all as lost for christ then he said he still counted continued to count all his loss. He also specifically stated that he had actually and literally suffered the loss of all things. Then he repeated again that he continued to count them, all is done. Similar statements made by Paul in other places reveal that such was indeed his lifestyle to the very end. Even unto this present hour we both hunger and thirst and are naked and are buffeted and have no certain dwelling place. First Corinthians chapter 4 verse 11 the Apostle Paul and his fellow disciples were simply following in the footsteps of their master. In verse 29, Christ spoke of having, of leaving brothers, sisters, father, mother, wife, and children for his sake. In verse 30, he promised a hundredfold brothers, sisters, mothers, and children. It is noteworthy that he did not promise a hundredfold fathers or wives. In the new family in Christ, we have but one father. Jesus said, call no man your father upon earth. For one is your father which is in heaven. Matthew chapter 23 verse 9. Concerning the wife, not only is it unlawful for a man to have more than one wife, but the husband-wife relationship is one flesh relationship. That is a one flesh relationship that is only for this earthly life. The new family in Christ is completely different. It is a spiritual relationship which is for eternity. In Christ, that is in the, in the life of the spirit. We know no one after the flesh. For the page twenty, for the love of Christ constraineth us, because we thus judge that if one died for all, then we are all dead, and that he died for all, that they which live should not henceforth live unto themselves, but unto him which died for them and rose again. Wherefore henceforth know we no man after the flesh. Second Corinthians chapter five verses fourteen to sixteen. A certain man said unto him, Lord, I will follow thee with, whither, whithersoever thou goest. And Jesus said unto him, Foxes have holes, and birds of the air have nests, but the Son of Man hath not where to lay his head. And he said unto another, Follow me. But he said, Lord, suffer me first to go and bury my father. Jesus said unto him, Let the dead bury their dead, but go thou and preach the kingdom of God. And another also said, Lord, I will follow thee, but let me first go bid them farewell, which are at home at my house. And Jesus said unto him, No man having put his hand to the plough, and looking back, is fit for the kingdom of God. Luke chapter 9, verses 57 to 62. These truths were lived out in the life of the early apostolic church as a pattern for the church in successive generations until the second coming of Christ. The book of Acts tells how after the day of Pentecost, a large number of disciples sold their lands and their houses to follow the Lord, and how they were joined together as one family in sharing all things in common with singleness of heart. See Acts chapter 2, verses 44, 45, chapter 4, verses 32 to 37. Early church history also records how so many disciples left their families and, page 21, homes to serve the Lord and how they lived in communities and shared all things in common. Many also left their countries to serve as missionaries in foreign lands. Many died as martyrs. They consecrated themselves fully to Christ to serve Him all the days of their lives. Paul said, when it pleased God, who separated me from my mother's womb, 
and called me by his grace to reveal the Son in me, that I might preach among the, the heathens. Immediately I conferred not with flesh and blood. Galatians chapter 1 verses 15 and 16. The reason why Christ commands his disciples to hate their own kith and kin is that our flesh and blood relations and friends, especially those of our immediate family, will generally counsel us contrary to the leading of the Spirit, no matter how well-intentioned they may be. In the very best that human love could offer, Peter advised Jesus to avoid suffering. The Lord retorted with harsh and cutting words, but he turned and said unto Peter, Get thee behind me, Satan, thou art an offense unto me, for thou savoreth not the things that be of God, but those that be of men. Paul said that the true worshippers are those who worship God in the spirit and have no confidence in the flesh. And that includes having confidence in one's carnal, one's own carnal understanding as well. For the flesh lusteth after the spirit, and the spirit after the flesh, and these are contrary to one another, so that ye cannot do the things that ye would. End of chapter 3 of the book, The Doctrine Concerning New Testament Ministry, Part 2. Amen.